I'm Scott Rogers. This is The Hard Look. They say that music is the universal language, but I think that if I flew halfway across the world with just a box of Connect 4, I'd do just fine. Because everyone plays games. Across cultural and societal lines, we're all playing them all the time. From sports to apps you can download on your iPhone, finding a game to play has never been easier. The wealth of options means that the act of choosing what to spend your time playing is significant. Do you want to hear the story of how I got into board games? I'm going to tell it to you. That's Danny Fox, who really likes board games. I had this friend. She's got one hand. She's very cool. She was like, why don't you come over to my other friend's house? We're going to hang out. It was like a, like a party atmosphere. Everything was totally great. You get over there, and then her friend is like, I have an idea. Let's play some board games. And I'm like, Monopoly? Like, sounds not fun. I play that with my dad. But then her friend pulls out Battlestar Galactica, the board game, which is awesome. So this is the first like modern board game that I play. And it's like super in depth. And I'm like, this is so cool. Then afterwards, we're like, do you want to play another game? I was like, yeah, I definitely do. So then we play my very first game of Settlers of Catan. And I was like, this game is the greatest. I need this. So I put it on my Christmas list. My mom bought me Catan. Things got moving from there. It was like, um, like just like a real slow sort of deal. I got Catan, I got Killer Bunnies. And for a while, me and a bunch of super queer women would get together like weekly and we'd play Killer Bunnies. Like just, I got expansion after expansion. It's the only game we'd play. Just get together, kill each other's bunnies, try to win the magic carrot. That was great. Then, you know, some time passes, and the next thing you know, I have 120-ish games, games, but some of them are duplicates of other games. And some of them I just don't count. Why not? Um, because they're lame. I am willing to do whatever it takes to win a board game. Within the rules, absolutely, within the rules. Especially because most of the time, I'm the only one who knows all of the rules. Like eventually you'll get there. Like eventually I will remember to tell you all of the rules at one time. And then you will know them as well as I know them. But like these rules, right? Like these are my guidelines. Like I have studied these rules. I'm, I bought this game, right? Like I'm making a commitment to stay within these rules. I would never, I would never cheat. But that said, I do get very competitive and that does not mean that I do not get angry when people don't do things right. <laughs> but I'm still like, in it. I'm doing it too. No, I want it I want it to be competitive. I want us all to have fun, right? Like I want us all to have fun, but like I want to win. Do I like having a you know, constrained world within to operate? I don't know. That sounds like some deep-seated like parental issues. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it must be. It's the rules. Like I love learning the rules. That's like, that's my favorite part, right? You get this new game, you rip open the top, you smell that like it's cardboard and plastic smell and it's so good, right? And then you're like, I'm gonna sit here, it's gonna be the best, this, this is great. And then you get to play it. If I just walked up to you and I was just like, five games that come to your head. Five games, five tribes. Heated, it's a contentious choice, I understand, because they made a choice to put slaves in their game, but that game is awesome, right? Like just claiming land with your camels. I choose five tribes. Then I choose Great Heartland Hauling Company, which is like my jam game. I don't know why. I just like picking up corn and soybeans and putting it in different cities in the Midwest. That's fun for me. I don't know, it's great. 
Three, I'm gonna choose Dead of Winter. Great one. It's a zombie game. I don't like zombies. Again, eh, anxious, suspense, I don't do it. This game creates such tension, right? After you finish this game, you're exhausted, you're like a little bit scared, you don't know who to trust. That's a great feeling. Targi, I'm gonna Targi? put that on my list. It only plays two players, that's not awesome, but I like two player games, right, head to head. Like that's just like mind versus mind, that's fun. It's so thinky, it's so thinky. I would play that game like every night if I could, but I can't. One last game, I don't know. I don't even know what I'd pick, the pressure. This hurts. I should have prepared. I thought to myself, like, you should at least go into this, like, knowing a like list of your top ten games. But like, I never can. Okay, time out. Maybe. Maybe. holding on to each other. It's the end of the world. Everything's coming to a close in the morning. She's like, let's do it. One more game tonight and then hold me or whatever. We're gonna play Fields of Arl. It is the coolest farming game of all time. It's awesome. Like, so you don't even necessarily have that like head-to-head -head tense contact because there's so many things you can do. It's okay, right? Like, it's okay. I went to the butcher. You can't go to the butcher, but it's cool. You can go to the grocer instead. And you're gonna get some meat and that's cool. And I'm gonna kill some of my cattle because I got too many. I can't fit them into my fields anymore. This is cool, right? This is awesome. Like there's a place at the table for like anyone, right? Like I have a game for anyone who's got like anything that they're interested in. Like I can figure out a way to bring it back to board games. Like no matter what you like, like I will find something for you. And if I don't have it, I will go buy it because I've heard of it and I needed to buy it anyway, really. I love games. Board That's games all I want to do. They're, they're great. I literally want to be playing board games all the time. Like I, just, I think about it. I think about it when I'm at work. I think about it like when I wake up. Like this morning, I woke up, I like got my coffee, I put on this week's episode of Board Game Breakfast, this is a YouTube show. I mean, the only thing is, I don't want to just sound like such a super nerd. This is Alex Reside, my friend who plays video games on his daily commute in New York. He's gotten into some stuff. Oh man, my, my favorite game of all time. The one I played earliest in my, in my childhood was The Legend of Zelda. Like, I, I probably beat it like four or five times in a row, and my mom would come into my room and be like, your eyes are bloodshot, you need to go to bed, and I would just be like, no, I don't care, I have to kill Ganon. And then... I would wake up in the middle of the night and she would be sitting on the edge of my bed playing Zelda while I was asleep. She actually really enjoyed the game. I, it was shocking. She hates video games and like like can only play like solitaire, but Zelda like really hooked her as well. I think that people seek entertainment a lot of times that is more similar to their type of maybe behaviors or more or like their personality really. I think what I've learned about myself over the years and what draws me to certain types of video games is kind of the the leveling up, you know? What I always love about 
JRPGs and you know RPGs in general, or or even you know sports games, which are kind of essentially RPGs. There's, there's such like a high point that you can reach in the game where you get so strong that they're just such a badass and they're like the most powered up version of themselves. I think that that is always fun to strive for in a game. I don't know why. I just think that that's like the connective tissue between the games that I always really enjoy. There's one game in particular, though. The Persona 4 is extremely difficult to explain to someone because it's basically like two games going on at once. One of the games is a world inside of your TV every night, and you can go inside the TV and battle the shadows. And so there's that part of the game where it seems like just a Final Fantasy type of game. But what makes Persona 4 so unique is that there's this other part of the world where you have to be a normal high school kid. Um, so you can choose different social paths. You, like you can be like kind of a bully. You have to do your homework and answer questions about Japanese history and attend student dances and go hang out with your friends after school. It, it's like you're trying to play out your own life. Um, you know, you can hit on all these girls if you want. Or you can have like ten girlfriends. With any character, there's a level system. Your friendship can start at a one and go to a 10. Whenever you reach a 10 with the girls, you end up hanging out at their house and it, may, and it like cuts away like you, you know, had sex with them. But you don't see anything because it's an anime cartoon type of thing. So it's cool. Sometimes it can get mad at you and then they won't talk to you and then you'll try to go on a date with them and they just won't be where they're supposed to be. So it's a lot to juggle, but the main reason that you want to date all the girls is because you want to level up your friendships with them so that you can perform stronger attacks at night. I put a pretty good amount of time into dating the girls because you want to level up with each one of your friends before the school year is over. Because then whenever you're playing inside the actual like RPG dungeon crawler element of it, you get stronger as you go. So the better friends you are outside of the nightmare world, the better you'll be at combat inside the world. I, I mean, I, I've come to grips with I know that video games are nerdy. I know that the, especially the games that I like are super nerdy. Um, but I'm fine with that, you know? I think that, like Alex said, we choose to play certain games because they connect with us on some level. They reflect some aspect of who we are. I don't like to play the board game Risk because I secretly hold ambitions to conquer the world. I like to play because I just want to outsmart all my friends. But I also like having friends over, drinking beers and eating cheese sauces. So, I don't know. There's a multitude of reasons that go into why one game entertains us and why another doesn't. I think it's worth thinking about, if not only to get to know ourselves a little better, but the people around us too. But keep in mind that for everyone who deeply connects with a game, there is someone else who just... Well, here's John Andreoni. Going to sleep over <laughs> doing well in a game, it's like, oh, I always choose sleep. Oh man, absolutely. I mean, I love, I love playing games, but it's more the social aspect of it that I like. Um, being competitive in a game, it's kind of like, eh. I played Nintendo 64 when it came out. We'd play that all the time. Mario Party. But I didn't play video games much. Like Zelda, I didn't have the patience for. Even though everyone loves the game, it's like, yeah, I got further, and it's like, ah, oh, there's a puzzle. I don't really like it. I'm gonna do something else. <laughs> I didn't solve it. I just said, you know what? I'm gonna do something else. <laughs> I never, I never felt that I had the commitment level most people who played games had. You know, sometimes there's a point of endurance. 
<laughs> for enjoyment. Like, All right, one more round. I'll do one more round. <laughs> but it's also kind of, as you get older, you're just kind of like, I just want to have a couple beers, have some conversation, play a game, and call it a night. 